Welcome to a new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Johnson as he shares another life-changing message. Thank you, brothers and sisters. We're so grateful to the Lord today for being here. Amen. And we're just thanking God Almighty. Uh, get to that for me, Papa. All right. So we're just grateful. God is so good. Uh, today, I want to talk to you just a little bit, using the subject matter of uh, spiritual growth and development. A man talked to me some years ago uh, about uh, about spiritual growth and development, and he was saying, well, uh, we were getting into the conversation about how spiritual growth work and what is spiritual growth, what is development. And it, it is very, very important that that God's people understand that he, God is really concerned about our spiritual growth and development. But, you know, when you think about uh, growth and development, coming up in this school, they taught us about growth and development. We watched our children grow. We watched them develop uh, from a, a transform from a baby, you know, uh, infant to adolescent and then a young adult. We watched them grow. And so we understand what, physical growth and development is all about with with the right the proper food and nutrition then we can see our children normal children can grow and they will develop uh by receiving uh you know proper nutrition vitamins and good care we can see them grow from uh the, the adolescent or the child that they are into a man of very healthy uh, baby boy or a young girl or a young boy. So we just thank God for that. But anyway, without the proper nutrition, also we've seen people that didn't didn't have access to proper, uh, 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 you know, food that they might grow. And we've seen children that they grow maybe somewhat deformed. Uh, the head might be too large or uh, the, the knees or the, or the joints may be swollen. So we understand we've seen those pictures of children that didn't grow and didn't develop like they should for lack of uh, better care, the, the best care that they could have gotten. But our prayers are out. Uh, uh, go out for those type people that the Lord will bless them. And, you know, you're always going to have uh, those kind of people in this world. Jesus said in the word, he said, the poor you have with you always. It's always going to be, we pray for famine. We pray for those people who are less fortunate. But, you know, it's always going to be somebody that's going to uh, suffer and in, 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 uh, experience some like, some lacking, lacking some things in their lives. Amen. So we pray for them. Amen to the God to bless him. But along this line with spiritual growth and development, so when I think about that, I think about, uh, you know, uh, uh, most most country boys, I, you know, when we first moved to the city from the country out there in Fed County, Somerville, Mason, Tennessee, around that area, most, most of the country people was known for being real healthy and we would say strong and uh, we use the word stout. Y'all don't hear words like that anymore. Say, man, he's real stout, <laughs> you know, and uh, he's strong as a bull. They're big and husky and just robust, you know, and and that was the life of the of the country people back in the days, especially when they met the city folks in uh, 
and, and they always viewed us like this. And man, them guys so big and husky. I remember when we used to come down to the city to visit our cousins all the time. My aunt and spend uh, weeks with them uh, during the summer months for vacation. And I remember looking at my cousin. And I know that they was they was healthy and they were strong, but they was kind of on the puny side compared to us. You know, growing up in the country, running, chasing cows, chasing the hogs and the chickens and all the stuff on the farm, doing all the they, they was on the puny side compared to us, you know. And they always referred to us as uh, 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 just stout, strong, you know, strong as the bull or all that kind of stuff. So uh, the lifestyle that we led uh, 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 caused us to be uh, look, appear stronger and a little ro- more robust than than they were. But that was that was that was a physical growth. You know, we ate good food out of the garden. We grew most of our stuff, the corn, you name it. We grew most of everything that we uh, that we ate. And so, uh, yeah, it, it did appear that we looked a little bit more uh, physical, physical and, and growth and development. It, it was a big difference when you looked at us in, 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 in them. All right. So I want to talk just a little bit today about spiritual growth. Talk about uh, uh, spiritual growth and development. This is also important. I've seen people in the church, in God, that, that their spiritual growth and development is, is really not taking place and taking off like it should. When we come to the Lord, when we accept our uh, Jesus as our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, there's some things that there's some, some development that we need to go through. And if we don't uh, uh, get this type of uh, feeding, uh, uh, spiritual food that is, it can uh, 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 hinder and, and, and somewhat uh, stunt our spiritual growth and development that we might not be, amen, uh, exactly what God is really calling for. So I want to take a look at spiritual growth and development. When I first thought about when, I, when we came to the Lord Jesus Christ, there, there are three stages, three stages that I look at a, a, a Christian life, a baby, baby saint. Uh, uh, when we come to the Lord and we receive him as our Lord and Savior, I think about three things. When we accept him or uh, him as our Lord and Savior, you know what? We, we become a student. I want to talk about these three different things, a student a disciple, and a servant. These three. These are the three spiritual development that I see that we go through when we come to the Lord and accept him as our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Everybody that came to Jesus and received him, first of all, you become a student of his. You know, and and when I looked up the word student, y'all know what student is. A student is a person that's engaged in a course of study. So we 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 seen our children go to school, the uh, uh, pre preschool. Then they got we just call it a kindergarten. I don't know if kindergarten preschool that's somewhat the same thing. But when they get into first grade, second grade, third grade, all up to whatever the grades are, these they 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 are students. You are all of us at one time was a student in school. And we would say, this is my teacher. This is my teacher. Miss, uh, I remember a lot of my teachers. You remember a lot of your teachers, those that was good and those that you was fond of. So uh, first starting out, you became a student. And so when we come to God, first of all, 
we have to take on that, that attitude that we are now a student of Christ. So what, 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 what does a student do? You, you, you into a course of studies. You, you just don't come to church and sit and watch the choir sing and, 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 and you know, pay your money, pay your offering, whatever it is, and, and go back home. You, you become a student, and a student is one that sits in the classroom because you got to learn your ABCs. You got to learn how to, I remember I couldn't spell my name starting out. I remember I couldn't, uh, the teacher teaching how to spell our name, and I remember having to learn how to tell time on the clock. You know, we had to do those things. And I felt bad because I couldn't tell time. And, and, and the time went by and went by and went by. But you know what? Eventually, we all get it, right? You know, you learn how to tell time uh, 15 after 5 minutes after this and two, 15, 20 after that. Then you, when you really get good, folks be called, well, it's a quarter to one. <laughs> you know, they break it all up to quarters then. It ain't, it ain't 15 to it no more. It's a quarter. I said, where you get the quarter from? But, you know, we're getting good now when you can call it a quarter. All right. And, but anyway, we, we was a student. Y'all follow what I'm saying? And we was learning. So a student is one that's it's into a course of study. And, and, and I want to show you that uh, even in the Bible, the Lord backed us up. We all are students in the body of Christ. We must become a student. In the book of Acts, take a look at this. Some of the uh, most prolific writers in this Bible, renowned preachers, well-known, we look up to. They are the father of the faith, and they are uh, our leaders in the gospel, and we look to them, and they even admit that at one time they were a student. Look at Acts, the uh, 22nd chapter, and uh, I'm going to begin reading at verse number 1, Acts 22 and verse 1. Now, Paul, one of the greatest writers of all time, everybody, amen, they, they talk about Paul, how great a writer he was, and, and Paul wrote pretty much the entire New Testament Bible, you know, uh, uh, he wrote 14 different books, and some of the other writers just wrote one. Matthew wrote Matthew, John wrote John, and uh, Peter wrote Peter. But 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 Paul wrote, amen, almost 14 books from from Romans uh, all the way to uh, up 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 to uh, uh, Revelation, uh, uh, Jew. Well, he didn't write Jew, but he wrote 14 different books. And more than the rest of them. But notice what Paul said here. Uh, they said about Paul in Acts 22, verse number 1. Check this out. It said, men, brethren, and fathers, hear you my defense, which I make now unto you. And when they heard that he spoke in the Hebrew tongue to them, they, they kept the more silent. And he said, I am verily a man which am a Jew. Born in Tarsus, a city of uh, Cilidia, uh, yet brought up in the city at the feet of Gamaeus, and taught according to the perfect manner of the law of the Father, and, wore, and was mosaic toward God, as ye all are this day. So uh, Paul is uh, admitting and giving his, his resume right here, letting us know that he was born uh, in Tarsus, and, and torso, and that, and he was brought up at the feet of Gamaliel. Now, Gamaliel was one of the the the, the, the well-known uh, teachers in that day and time, a professor in the law, a doctor in the law. In other words, he knew the law of Moses. And and Paul said he taught me. One of the greatest teachers of all time. He taught Paul. So Paul was a student, right? 
He was a student and he letting us know that I sat under the feet of Gamaliel. Everybody have to sit under somebody. Amen. You know anybody that want to sit under somebody, something wrong with them. Amen. You you got you got to get you got to sit under somebody and learn something. And Paul knew that. And he said, I sat under the feet of Gamaliel and and and, and, and taught. He was taught according to the perfect manner of the law of the Father. So I, I've learned all about the law of Moses under uh, this teacher, my teacher, Gamaliel. So that's what a student is, a person that engaged in a course of study. And Paul was that. Once upon a time, he was a student. Once upon a time, we all uh, have to become a student of Jesus Christ. I don't know about you, but I thank God for my teachers, the ones that taught me, amen, down through the years. And after that, they did the best that they could. Then the Lord Jesus Christ opened up our understanding that we might understand the scripture. And he finished teaching us, and he's still teaching us today. So we all are students, amen. We're engaged in a course of study. Can y'all say amen to that? Now, the next one I want to talk about, I want to talk about a disciple. So we're talking about spiritual growth and development. First of all, you're going to be a student because you got to learn something. You all right? You got to learn the ABCs of the gospel. You got to know the ins and outs. You got to learn the word of God. You know, and, and Paul said in, in Timothy 2.15, what did he say? Study. Did he say? Did he say study to what? Show thyself approved unto God, a workman that need not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So we're student. Okay. Now look at, in, if you will, in the word of the Lord, Saint John, the thirteenth uh, chapter. Not only you you have to be a student, something else you have to be. Saint John thirteen and verse. Take a look at well number thirty three. I want, just, we, have to, we have to be a, a disciple also. Look at what Jesus said right here. St. John 13 and verse number 33. Jesus said, little children, yet a little while I am with you. You shall seek me. And as I said unto the Jews, whether I go, you cannot come. So now I say unto you. Verse number 34. A new commandment I give unto you. That you love one another. This is a new commandment that the Lord gave them. That you love one another as I have loved you. And that you also love one another. And verse number 35 says, And by this all men shall know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. Now we talk about spiritual growth and development. So first we find out that we are a student. Sitting under a teacher, learning the ways, the ins and outs of the gospel, the word of God. We are a student. Secondly, we find out we have to become a disciple. Now, what is a disciple? Very interesting. I looked it up for you. A disciple is a student also or a follower. A student or a follower of a teacher. He's a student or a follower of a teacher or a leader, or a philosopher. That's what a disciple is. A student, or a follower of a teacher, or a leader, or a philosopher. Now, we're talking about a disciple, right? 
So that makes all of us, we are disciples. Whatever church you are attend, you say, well, I'm, I'm a member of uh, uh, Mount Zion. I'm a member of uh, St. Peter Rock. I'm a member. You just name the church. If you are a member there, you are a disciple of Jesus Christ. Why? Because you are under a teacher. You are under, you are under a leader. And that makes you a disciple. One that following somebody. And that's what we're doing. You all here. Uh, Jesus said, if you love one another, if you do this, if you practice this, then, then you are my disciple. And so I thank God today for making us disciples of the Lord. And someone said, I, I am a disciple of the Lord. We are disciples of him. Why? Because we are following a teacher. We are following a leader. Our teacher and our leader uh, is Jesus Christ. Am I right? So we are disciples. How do you know you're a disciple? He said, if you have love one for another. Now, if you don't have love one for the other, then you are not a dis uh, disciple. Very important. This is talking about spiritual growth and development. I thank God today I can say I am a disciple of his. I, I do have love for my brothers and my sister. I'm following. I'm following a teacher. I'm following my leader. You remember Paul said, no, his word, he said, what, follow me as I follow Christ? So Paul uh, uh, realized that, that, that he was a leader and the people was following Paul's teaching, then they was Paul's disciples. You know, John had disciples, John the Baptist. Every teacher has disciples. John the Baptist had disciples and Jesus had disciples and, and, and there was a time when John the Baptist's disciples came in contact with Jesus' disciples. Y'all remember? And then not only that, there were, there were other disciples in the Bible who was uh, uh, John disciples who, when they came in contact with some of Paul's disciples, and some of Paul's disciples, when they met John's disciples, they, they, they found out about the Holy Ghost. John's disciples didn't know about the Holy Ghost, but, but, but Paul's disciples did. And they questioned one another about, uh, about the Holy Ghost because uh, Paul disciples had the Holy Spirit. They, they received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And John disciples said, well, we haven't really heard much about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But we, and then Paul said, well, how was you all taught? How was you all baptized? They said, well, unto John's baptism. Well, Paul didn't throw John under the bus because John was a great man of God. And Paul told him, said, well, John really baptized unto, unto repentance. But he said, but you should believe on him that come after him that is on Christ Jesus. And then Paul rebaptized him, and they received the Holy Ghost. So we got John disciple and Paul disciple meeting one another for the first time in Cana. Amen. And it was a great reunion. But anyway, I, I, my, I, my point is spiritual growth and development is very, very important. So we today, we are a disciple of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, now, uh, next I want to talk about a servant. Somebody said, well, what is a servant? Well, I looked it up for you. We're going to talk just a little bit about a servant. We're talking about spiritual growth and development. You go from being a student, always learning, always learning. Before, before I go to that, let me, let me give you one other scripture before I go to the uh, servant. Look at the book of Peter. Peter, uh, uh, second Peter, that is, 
Very important. I, I meant to go there first. Second Peter, the third chapter. And this was my opening verse. I, I, I meant to go there, but I didn't. To help you understand why it's so important uh, that we understand spiritual growth and development. Second Peter 3, 17 and verse number 18. Check this out. It said, ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things before, beware lest you also be led away with the error of the wicked and fall from your own steadfast. Now, Paul, there's Peter, matter of fact, Peter is saying, brother, you know these things, you know the teaching, you know, you've been around teachers, you know these things before. He said, now, you have to beware. This is why it's so important to be a student. It's so important to be a disciple. As I said, you got to be under somebody umbrella. You just can't be out there hanging on your own. You just can't be out there floating around in the air, being a good person, being a good Samaritan. You have to be under someone's umbrella. Y'all follow what I'm saying? So Paul said, Peter said, he said, sin, you know these things before. Beware lest you also be led away with the error of the wicked. If, if you don't, if you don't know these things, you can be led away. And that's that's why it's so important to be under a, a, a leader or an instructor or a, a pastor, evangelist or something under someone's umbrella. So you won't be led away with the error of the wicked. Because the devil is leading folks away all the time and leading folks astray. You got to have a base. Everyone need a base somewhere where you can connect to you. You may not can be at the base as often as you like to be, but you need a base. Just in case if you need to get there, you can. Just in case we, 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 we uh, run into some problems in our life, uh, become weak, and we need some help, spiritual help, some kind of way, some guidance, some care, we can. We do have a base that we can go to. But woe to him that don't have a base that he can get to. To get the care, get the care, the help that he or she might need, spiritual growth and development. So he said be, be, uh, uh, be aware, uh, unless you be led away, by the error of the wicked and fall from your own steadfast. But look at verse number 18. Spiritual growth, growth and development. He said, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. So Peter understood that it was very, very important that we as Christians, that we have a, a, a close relationship with our Lord and Savior, that we can grow. We got to grow. We got to become robust. We got, we got to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He said, but grow in grace. Now, we, we're not just growing. Now, we talk about spiritual growth and development. We're not just talking about just growing and growing and growing and growing. But he said growing in grace. What's grace? God's favor. Well, you got to grow in that. How do you grow in God's favor? By reading our word, by studying our word, by being in the word and meditating in the word, in prayer. We're growing in grace, and that's very, very important, that, that we are growing in the favor of God, and that we are growing in the knowledge. Y'all see that? Knowledge. What's not? Knowledge is knowing, knowing uh, uh, all we need to know about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I thank God that we are growing in grace 
and growing in knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is spiritual growth and development. It's very, very important. And this is why so many people are going astray. This is why people are confused in life and confused about making decisions about who they are, what they should be, and what they want to do because they don't have the knowledge of God. Once you have the knowledge of God, the devil can't do much with you. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Let me say it again. Once you have the knowledge of God, the devil can't do very much with you because it's all about what you know. A man told me some years ago, y'all pray with my sign, I was kind of running a little bit. A man told me some time ago, before I got it, I, I went to seminary. I really wasn't interested in going because I had a real good teacher prior to that that taught us the Bible. And I met this teacher, instructor, Apostle Davis, and he told me, talked to me about school. He said, you ever thought about going to school? I said, well, I thought about it, but not real serious. He, I said, well, why should I go to school? And my teacher, my, my, my preacher, my bishop already taught me. He said, the more you know, the more you grow. And, man, that blew me away. I said, I want to grow. I want to know some more. I know I know a little something, but I want to know all that I can know about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So a little bit more school ain't going to hurt you. A little bit more teaching, a little bit more education, that's good for you. Y'all follow what I'm saying? So Peter said, but grow in grace and in the knowledge. And I tell you, God has really blessed me. I have grown in grace and I've grown in the knowledge of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. So the more you know, the more you can grow, and, and the devil ain't going to be able to do very much with you because you know your word. That's very important. You, you know your word, so you can't, you can't throw anything back at him if you don't know what to throw. You don't have anything to throw. you got to have something down in you. When the devil come to you with evil thoughts and evil desires and, 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 and all this kind of stuff that he come at us with, you got to have something down on the inside of you. Y'all follow what I'm saying? You got to meet him with something. Amen. You can, you, you, and he don't play nice. That's what I'm about. Amen right there. He don't play nice. Well, spiritual growth and development is very, very important. Now, we talked about a student, a person that's engaged in uh, a, a course of study. We talk about being Jesus' disciple, a follower or a teacher, amen, of a leader, or of, a, or, or, or some a religious person. Okay, now I want to talk just a little bit about servant. I ain't going to hold you long. I'm almost done. I want to talk about a servant. A servant is very, very important. Now, look at the word of the Lord. Uh, we, all, we know what the Bible said in Job. We don't have to even turn there. I'm just going to tell you. Everybody know about Job. Y'all remember when, when Jesus, the Lord, God Almighty talked about Job. He told the devil, he said, have you considered my servant Job that there's none like him? Job was a servant of God. We all, we, we are students. That's true. You got to be a student so you can learn. You, you, you must be a disciple. But we got to move from all that too. We got to become a servant. Now, have you considered my servant Job? What is a servant? A servant is a person that's employed to insist in a domestic matter, sometimes a servant might uh, live with his employer. A servant is a person that, that's serving somebody else's business. Well, 
we don't like to use the, 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 the analogy or definition of a servant as a, a slave. A slave, really a servant is a slave, but all slave, being a slave to, to a master, all of that is not bad. Now, we don't like to use the, the, the terminology or the word slave. I ain't no slave. I, but, you know, our ancestors, they all, they were slaves in the, in the early days. They worked the plantation. They worked the fields. And we understand what slavery was all about. And that type of slavery, it was bad. It was brutal. It was physical. And many of them got beat. Many of them got whipped. And many of them lost their lives. And you understand uh, uh, slavery as we learned it through history. That type of slavery was bad. But the type of servant that the Bible talks about, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, brother, it's good. Can you say amen right there? Serving the Lord is good. Amen. It's good. It's good. It's good for my health. It's good for, for my, my total man. I mean, it's good for, from the head to the toe. And not only that, it, 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 there's great benefits. Somebody said, Lord, thank you. And being a servant of our Lord Jesus Christ. Being his servant, he said he'll supply your every need. Being his servant, he, he, he blesses us. He keeps us. He blesses our family. He blesses us financially. He blesses us spiritually. He provides for us every day. He gives us the strength that we need to go through. So being a servant of God is a great blessing. I mean, I thank God today that I am his servant. Yes, I'm a student. Yes, I'm a disciple. But I, I, I take great honor in being a servant of God. He said, have you considered my servant Job? There ain't none like him. And then, then there are other people that in the Bible were servant. Then the Lord talked about Moses. When Moses, he led the children of Israel from the promised land. Down there, they were suffering down there in Egypt. Led them through the wilderness. Led them across the Red Sea to the, going toward the promised land. And when Moses uh, couldn't finish the course, the Lord called him off the scene. But when, when the Lord appeared to Joshua and Caleb, y'all remember the story? God told Joshua and Caleb, he said, Moses, my servant is dead. He gone on. I, he's with me now. And he told Joshua and Caleb, I want you all. I got a job for you to do, Joshua. I got a job for you to do, Caleb. I want you to pick up what Moses left off and lead the children of Israel to the promised land. And they did just that. But the word God said about Moses when he fell, he said, my servant Moses. That's very important. We're talking about spiritual growth and development. My servant Moses. You consider Job. My servant Job. My servant Moses. It's very, very important, brothers and sisters, that as we study, as we study, we are students in a course of study. And we are disciples under our teacher. It's very, very important that we got to move into that realm where God can say, my servant, Thomas, my servant, Mother Powell, my servant, Mother Smith. We got to move into that realm. I'm going to tell you why it's so important when I get through talking about it. Now, look at here uh, in the book of Romans. The book of Romans. Romans, the first chapter. I'm almost done. Romans, the first chapter, Paul started out by saying, in verse 1, he said, Paul, by, when he first started writing his letter, he said, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, 
called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God. So Paul first started off by identifying himself to the Roman saint. He said, I am Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ. He realized, now, now, now you know he was a student because we read it. He said he sat on the feet of Gamaliel, right? So he was a student, but he moved from being a student. He moved on to being a disciple, a follower. And now he's saying, I am a servant of Jesus Christ. And, and not only am I a servant, I'm a servant, and I'm called to be an apostle. He called me to be an apostle, and he separated me unto the gospel of God. He separated me from the people and, 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 and put this anointing upon me that I might dedicate my life to the people of God and serving, serving the people of God. So Paul understood the importance of being a servant. Now, why is it so important that, that we move, that we be uh, students? We got to learn. Why is it important we got to be a disciple? Because we got to be a follower. It's very important now. We got to follow. Some people don't follow very well. They follow way off. Let's not be one of those, one of those disciples that uh, follow that we follow where I can't hardly see you back there, my brother. You way, you way back there. And don't let nothing get you now. Stay close. I want to encourage all of you, stay close. Stay close to God. As close as you possibly can. Especially because we're going into end times. And things are, things are going to change in the future. In our future, some of us, we're we going to see some great changes in our future. You know, we've been in the book of Revelation. And some great changes are going to come about in the future. They, they, we, we, we get into the, the area where they're talking about changing our money, currency. And, uh, and, and it's going to happen in, in, in the future. They want to change all of this because we're reading it and it's going to happen. So stay close as you can, all right? Uh, a disciple. Now, he said, my Moses, my servant Moses, my servant Job. And Paul said, I'm a servant of Jesus Christ. And he separated me, called me to be an apostle, and, and separated me unto the gospel of God. I'm dedicated to that. I'm a servant to preaching the gospel of God. Now, the reason why it's so important that we become, we be students, be we disciples, and that we be servants. And because you remember what our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ said about a servant. He said, after all the work people do down here on earth, sheep's going to be on the left. The, the, I mean, the ghost's going to be on the left and the sheep's going to be on the right. And then he's going to divide the, 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 the righteous from the unrighteous. And, and you remember his word, he said, he's going to say to us, well done. Who? My good and what? Faithful servant. That's what he's going to say. So it's very important. We, gonna, we are students. We are disciples. And we are servants because it's to the servant. Now, now being a student is good. Now, you can learn all you want to learn. But he did not say to the student, well done. Being a student is going to propel us into being a servant so God can say, well done. But I know some students will not hear that word. I know some students sit in the classroom with me, and they failed. They didn't go to the next grade. Can y'all say amen? Some students with you as you were going to school, they didn't go to the next grade. They had to repeat that grade, but they were students. Y'all follow what I'm saying? They were students, but they didn't go to the next grade. All right, so it's not to the student that our Lord and Savior said, well done. It was not to the disciple that the Lord said, uh, uh, well done, my, my faithful servant. But, but, but it, it was to the servant. He said, well done, my good 
and faithful servant. So we got to move from being a student. That's good. We need that. We got to be a disciple, but we got to be a servant because it's to the servant. Remember that it's to the servant only. A lot of students, a lot of students, a lot of disciples. Folk go to church, a disciple, no matter but they follow. Uh, they follow a teacher. Folk been following church. You know, we was on the way to church this morning. I was going to pick mother up. I went by Bellevue Baptist. I said, ooh, the parking lot just full. All I can see is cars. He got a lot of followers. But I, I guarantee you, if Pastor Game would talk to me and you, he said, all of them, they're they not all good disciples. You know, they just follow. They coming. But all of them not disciples. Some folks just follow the crowd. But I thank God for being you being a disciple of Jesus Christ. And he said, uh, well done, my good and faithful servant. We are servants of God. This is what we want to hear at the last day. When it's all over, when we get through struggling down here, when we get through uh, uh, doing God's will, and Paul said, I, I, when he finished his course, this is what we want to hear at the last day. We don't just want a pat on the back. We don't just want a handshake. We don't want to say, okay, good job. Good job. No, we want to hear well done. If you don't hear that word well done, we're going to be in a heap of trouble. Y'all hear what I'm saying? We're going to be in a heap of trouble, y'all. Amen. The whole world is going to be in a lot of trouble if they don't hear that word well done, my good and faithful servant. Because to the, to the servant, he said, well done. Come on up here. You've been faithful over a few things. I'm going to make you rulers over many things. Only to the servant. So is it what we're talking about, spiritual growth and development. This is we moving into that realm. 2023, Lord bless us to come over. We thank God we are students, we are disciples, and we're going to move into this realm of being a servant of God. We're going to serve God. Amen. The rest of my I don't know about you, but I'm going to serve him the rest of my life. That's what a servant is. For the rest of my life, Lord, I'm going to serve you. There's a lot of stuff out there, y'all, that can, that can call a lot of distraction in, in our lives. All the voices, all the spirits, everything just calling, and it's getting worse and worse and worse. There's a lot of stuff out there that, 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 that can distract you from, from the goal. We got to keep our mind, keep our mind focused and, and, and looking at the goal. The goal is that we what? Make heaven our home. We all could have slept in this morning. But we 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 keeping our eyes on the goal. And the goal is I want to make heaven my home. A servant. Well done, my good and faithful servant. That's what we want. That's where we're going. That's that's my aim. We aim high. I'm aiming to be a servant of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because we want to make heaven our home. Give the Lord a hand, praise. I'm gonna cut it off right there. I hope I said something to encourage your heart today. Spiritual growth and development is very, very important. Going into this year, 2023, we're not going to diminish. We're not going to get lack. We're going to add. Let's add to what we already got. You, you all, what, whatever you got, we want to add to it. Ain't nothing wrong with adding a little bit more to what you got. Because the more you know, the more you're going to grow. And so I want to add some more knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to know more and more that I can learn about him because the more I know, uh, the, the easier it will be with, to me to defend myself against the enemy that's going to come against me in my mind, in my flesh. The more I know about him, I got more uh, ammunition, amen, uh, that I can throw at him, amen, to destroy the enemy. As the, and that's, that's what we all need. You need a lot of ammos. You don't just need one bullet, amen, because the devil, gonna, he ain't going to come just one way. 
Y'all hear what I'm saying? He come many ways. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Many ways. See, everybody don't like the same thing. Some people struggling with smoking. I ain't, they ain't never been my thing because I want my breath to be pretty fresh. I ain't dealing with that. Some folk deal with other things. Some folk can't stop drinking. I don't want to drink myself. That ain't my thing. Because I want to be healthy. I won't mess up my, my, my liver. And you know, I want to keep my liver. You can't get another liver. So drinking ain't my thing. So devil gonna come many ways. So you got to have many, many, uh, a lot of ammunition, amen, that you can throw at him. Because he come many ways. And he ain't gonna come the same way every time. The way he came last time, you come next time. You, you didn't accept it. Next time he know he got to dress it up a little bit better. I got to dress it up for James. He saw me coming that time. Oh, I fixed it up. I'm going to dress it up for him next time. He ain't going to know what to do. But no, but we just thank God for Jesus. God is good. Give the Lord a hand praise. I'm going to cut it off right there. God bless you. Spiritual growth and development is what we need. Amen. Going into this 23rd uh, uh, day, this 23rd year of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. All right. God bless you. We're going to ask our sister. Thanks, Pastor Johnson, for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all-new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus, echo hope, and dwell in love.